First time, long time. 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 Hey there, sports fans. First time, long time. I'm Tommy Fitzgerald. He's Richie Barone. Richie, how are you? You know, I'm feeling pretty good. Sitting here. Trying to recover from Syndergaard's loss yesterday, but at the same time, this is a team we are in the wild card somehow with Terry Collins at the helm and a bunch of guys who were working at uh, a Staples in April. Now they're out here playing for the Mets and winning games. So how can I complain? Can't complain, kid. Can't complain. And when we look at this week's schedule, the Mets continue to be smiled upon by the scheduled gods. Here's the murderers' row. They're facing imposing pitches. A guy named guy named Weber, Morgan, Hellickson, Asher, and Thompson. I tell you, Bob Gibson, Nolan Ryan, these guys aren't. It sounds like uh, those last names, they sound like a roll call at a Connecticut middle school. Bunch of jerks, I'll tell you. I'm, I'm scared of none of those people. And, uh, you know, this should be a week where we clean up. We just mop up. We got the easiest schedule in the in the league for the rest of the season, and uh, you know we got to take advantage. We can't like you know like I uh, alluded to before. SAT word alluded. Uh, sending God gets upset last night. We can't let our we can't let our sending God down. If you know what I'm saying, we gotta we gotta keep it up, and hopefully our aces like uh, Lugo and Giselman will pick up the slack there. I, I see what you did there. I see what you did there because the last part of his name. It's a it's a homonym. Yeah, yeah, I'm a, I'm what you like to call a uh, a wordsmith. <laughs> a wordsmith indeed. Uh, Helixon, Asher, and Thompson. Next time you you get a Dewey, that's the uh, the law firm that you'll have to call, I guess. Uh, but but anyway, Bazinga. Uh, Bazinga. I digress. So t- Wednesday we got Bartolo Colon against this Weber character, and Bart continues to chug along. He's given up three end runs in 19 innings so far in September. And Weber is frankly a guy I've never heard of. It looks like he was recently moved out of the bullpen. Going to try and stretch him out, see if he can start. Bart lost in Atlanta back on the 10th of September, but in three games against the Braves this season, he's given up three earned runs in 21 innings. So I like our chances here, Richie. I like our chances here too. And, you know, I mean, in my opinion, the only time Bart likes a Weber is when he's using a Weber grill to cook for one of his many, many families. Uh, you know, Bart has no time for this this Jamoke. It's it's the point of the season where teams are just bringing out guys who have a pulse and two arms and two legs. And they're like, hey, you want to throw a baseball for a little while? It doesn't matter. We only got two weeks left. You know, it's like a big tryout. It's like a big party. There's like 40 people in the dugout. People are blowing bubbles and putting pieces of bubble gum on everyone's head. It's, uh, you know, it's a big it's a big rah-rah to do. So, uh you know, I expect Bart, though, to go in there with a, a level of seriousness and to get the job done against yeah. this jerk Weber. Yeah, I picture these kids on the Phillies, anyone that they're calling up to see if they got a chance to stick with the club long term. And they got to face Cologne, who looks like a meatball on the mound, but he's throwing pitches that are moving all over the place. It'd be, a, it'd be impossible. You don't, you don't see guys in the, in the minor leagues like Bartolo Cologne. Yeah, I'm telling you. I, mean, I bet you most of these... Uh, these little baby horses, which is what a filly is, in case you didn't know. Uh, I bet you most of them weren't even born when Bartolo made his major league debut. I mean, you know, I'm not, I'm not a big research guy. That's usually you, but uh, you know, I don't, 
I, I would be shocked if any of these guys were over the age of three when Tolo was uh, 200 pounds lighter and toeing the rubber for the Cleveland Indians. I agree, kid. Yeah, Tolo's like 40, 43, 44 at this point. So, yeah, I think yeah, spot on accurate with that one. Shout out to stem cells. <laughs> Shout out to stem cells, as always. As we head to the Thursday game, our boy Seth Lugo against Adam Morgan. And how about Adam Morgan? A cool 2 and 10. That's right, 2 and 10. Looks like this guy is more like Captain Morgan. I'd hope at 2 and 10, this guy was sauced on the mound. I mean, who goes, who goes 2 and 10? I mean, that's like a terrible poker hand. Anyway, Lugo continues to be a savior for this Mets organization, and the team has now won five straight games in which Seth Lugo has started. So credit to him. The young man from Louisiana has been aces. Yeah, I mean, if I'm, if I'm the stadium, uh, you know, that has this Morgan guy pitching at home all the time, I'm giving that free shot to Captain Morgan. How could you make fans pay to watch that 2-10? I mean, you know, we're not big, uh, you know, huge stats guys or anything. I, I still am under the impression that wins and losses are very important. Uh, some people are saying you got to look at era and whip and all that. To me, it's all wins and losses. So this guy Morgan sounds like a real chump. Lugo, uh, as you just said, we've won five straight games with this stud in the lineup. And, you know, I'm going to that game, and I'm thinking of bringing a sign. Now, you tell me what you think about this. I might have to workshop it. But right now I'm thinking of bringing a sign that says, Lugo, girl. Get it? It's like, you go, girl. I know he's not a girl, but it's one of those. It came to me. I was watching TV, and it's, it's one of those things. I think uh, it, it might get me on SNY. Yeah, I, I don't know. It's, it's one of those things, uh, the first thing that comes to your mind. Sometimes you've got to trust your gut. It might not seem like a lot of sense on paper, but it's an icebreaker. People say, what, what does your sign mean? And you say, and you explain, and all of a sudden you guys are best friends for life. Yeah, I mean, I don't even need any more friends, so maybe I'll lock that one up and throw away the key. But I wanted to run it by you. Uh, I consider this, uh, you know, an informational podcast, uh, along with a workshop for my signs at night games. Yeah, shout out to Sign, Sign Man and Cowbell Man, as always. A couple, uh, couple of Mets legends. Right Real ladies, man. Real ladies, man. Cowbell Man, I see you. Number 33, I think. And number one in your hearts. Uh, Friday, we got Yanoa. That's Y-N-O-A. Another pitcher from the minor leagues. Mets pitching death against Jeremy Hellickson. And Hellickson's got a slow breaking ball and not much else as the Mets will look to get to him. As we know, we got to touch on in September, Curtis Granderson's been on fire. Six home runs and 13 RBIs in the month of September. And T.J. Rivera, killing it. A 407 batting average. Guy doesn't walk. He just goes up there and hacks and sprays line drives. You know, Dustin Pedroia thinks he's the laser show. we got our own laser show over here. Anyway, both these guys look to keep it going against Jeremy Hellickson and this weak pitching staff. Oh yeah, I mean Jer- T.J. Rivera. It's like it's like when you were a little kid and you'd shake up a bottle of Fanta and just spray it all over the place. That's that's his hits. He's just spraying hits all over the field. And you know, as far as our pitcher for that game, uh, we got Gabriel Yanoa. You know what I'm saying? And uh, you know this this guy's name looks like a line on an eye chart at the doctor. But you know, I really don't care at all if the guy's going to be striking out people like a young Oliver Perez, which happened this past Sunday. Uh, I'm all in. I think he K'd eight people in five innings. I mean, yeah, it was the Minnesota Twins, but like you said, the schedule, uh, schedule Jesus is smiling down upon us from his schedule kingdom in heaven, and uh, I think Gabriel, you know, is going to take full advantage of that. So, Helixson, 
you know, get ready to uh, conduct a very sad post-game interview because it's Gabriel Yanoa time, baby. And then Saturday, our boy Noah looks to get vengeance from Monday's loss against this Asher character. A tough one, as we mentioned, against the Braves on Monday. Freddie Freeman continues to play the role of Chipper Jones whenever he plays the Metropolitans. Anyway, Noah's given up two runs in 14 innings against the Phillies and struck out 15 in those two games. So he's been pretty great. Have to think with a big dog on the mound and a home Saturday that Noah rebounds and gets the W here. I mean, I'm hoping so, but yesterday was a little uh, a little concerting, if you ask me. I mean, you got Sinden God out there. I, by the time I got my uh, my sports app to load on my iPhone 4, uh, you know, it said he was down 5 nothing, and they were all earned, five earned runs for uh, Sinden God. So, you know, I hope he gets his act together. I hope he, he channels, uh, you know, some of that Norse God stuff and goes out there and starts dropping a bunch of hammers on people, um, you know, because if he doesn't, it's going to start looking pretty bad that he's running like a Johnny Carson show up in the Coke corner and putting all those videos on SNY.TV. I mean, you know, it's cute and all where you had your roommate Conforto on, you're talking about stuff, you're doing lines from movies, you know, it's cute, it's good for the kids, but when you're not going out there and performing, uh, you know, TC uh, might have to sit you down. Yeah, we'll see. I like they letting the kid spread his wings. It's much better than that that thing with Mark Teixeira and the New York Yankees where they tried to have him do the funny deadpan interviews, and it's like, sorry, Chief, you're not funny. Yeah, I mean, the, the Yankees are about as uh, funny as a heart attack, so I, I think I'd have to agree wholeheartedly on that one. But, uh, you know, I mean, TC doesn't play around. He's the kind of guy that makes decisions that make no sense. So if God wants to keep messing around, Eric Adele's going to be starting this game. Yeah, that'd be, uh, might, be, might be a stretch, and, uh, you know, hope, hoping Sin and God gets back on the, on the rub. I will say one more thing about Teixeira. Teixeira kind of looks like a, uh, a bartender in a beach town that ignores you when you're trying to order a drink. I just thought of that. Yeah, no, very accurate, very accurate. <laughs> Hawaiian shirt, uh, a few push-ups before his shift just to get a pump, and then he's ignoring you for three hours until <laughs> you leave. Uh, go to hell, Mark Teixeira. Anyway, <laughs> Sunday, Gesellman against Thompson. Gesellman on the mound, throwing smoke with the long locks. We love our boy Robert. One guy who likes to see the Phillies is Lucas Duda, who has 19 home runs in his career against Philadelphia, which is by far his most against any team. So he likes the cheesesteaks. He likes beating up on the Redbirds. Not, not birds, but these Red Phillies or Red Horses, whatever you call them. Whatever, yeah, pauses. However you want to slice it, Duda likes playing the Phillies. Yeah, I mean, the guy's back, um, you know, I'm not a doctor, but I'm sure his back is still the equivalent of a wet piece of bread. But even still, I bet he could pump one over the wall against these uh, terrible Phillies, so I'm excited about that. And I thought of another sign, because I'm going to be at this game too. So you want to hear my sign? Let me hear it. All right, we got Robert Giselman pitching. I'm going to take a picture of uh, Tom Brady's wife, Supermodel Giselle and put a mustache on it. Giselle man. Hi, see what you did there. You know, you know who would love that one is Fireman Ed. Oh, Fireman Ed would. Yeah, he would <laughs> love that one. You know, I used to be the guy that uh, that put him on his shoulders at Jet Games until my back went out. Yeah, he's the real a, scene. He's a big guy. He's a big guy, and you know, I got a I got a week back, but uh, that's another podcast called My Week Back. So we'll, we'll talk about that another time. But this sign, I am rolling out 1 billion percent. No way. I mean, Lou Go Girl, 
I'll probably put that one back in the shed. But uh, Giselle man with the mustache, that's gold. No one steal it. Pure gold, 100%. I love it, kid. Tom Brady, see you in a couple of more weeks. Play by the rules, Chief. Anyway, as we go to our boss sponsor of the week, where are we going this week, Richie? Uh, you know, this one's a hard one to get out, but <laughs> we're going to the, uh, the Sweaty Fist in West Hempstead. And this place is great if you love dancing, wearing tight affliction shirts that tuck your fat in so it looks like muscle, and girls who aren't strangers to the old tanning bed. Uh, not tremendous if you want to see the Mets, but DJ Boris on the ones and twos occasionally yells at the score during that remix of Like a Prayer by Madonna. A uh, very specific time for him to yell at the score. But that's just when he does it. I tell you, kid, I met DJ Boris. He also moonlights at the uh, hookah bar over there. Yeah, yeah. I'm not a big hookah guy. You know, I'm uh, I'm smoke free these days. Um, you know, plus I don't I don't know. It's it's just not my scene. But I will check in once in a while with DJ Boris when I'm feeling frisky. I'll uh, I'll tuck my tuck my gut into one of those shirts, maybe an affliction or uh, a. Uh, um, what's that other one? The tap out. Yeah, if I want to look like a look like an MMA fighter who can also dance, and I uh, get out there and uh, drink a couple hundred vodka sodas and go home. You like what you like, kid. I can't blame you. So shout out to the sweaty fist and DJ Boris on the turntables. I see you, Mr. Boris, not Yeltsin, if you know what I mean. As we head to the metropolitan storylines of the week, the Mets currently one up on the wild card again. The Cardinals and the Giants nipping at their heels. And actually, full disclosure, folks, we're taping this on Tuesday. So the Mets are currently playing. Cardinals and Giants will also be playing. So they're currently one up. If you're listening to this tomorrow, when we post it, and it might only be zero games, but just a little peek behind the curtain, a little inside information. We taped this on Tuesday night, just so you know. But anyway, uh, those filthy Florida fish are four games back themselves. But the Mets continue to be in the mix, which is something we did not expect one month ago. Not at all. I mean, a month ago, we were preparing for uh, the offseason. I was getting ready to, uh, you know, keep keep tabs on how Tim Tebow was doing while cursing out the Jets every Sunday. And here we are, one game up in the wild card, uh, a tremendous chance of making the playoffs. But, you know, because I'm a Met fan, this is how it's going to go. It's going to go one of two ways. We're either going to make this thing and win the World Series, or we're going to lose on the last day of the season and not make it at all. There's no happy medium as a New York sports fan. Um, I was talking to my boy Vincenzo about this on the job site. He wholeheartedly agreed. I couldn't fully hear him over the jackhammer, but I told him, I said, we're either in to win or we're not making it at all. You can quote me on that one. I tell you, Vincenzo's always been the man with the plan. He's a good guy. He's a good guy indeed. And uh, second storyline, Lucas Duda returns. I know, Richie, I know we differ on this one a little bit. I know you're not the biggest Duda guy. I think he's the second coming of, uh, of Christ, quite frankly. Uh, the Duda man, he's back. James Loney, nice guy, was solid over at first base. But the Mets team is actually semi-threatening when you got Duda uh, hitting behind Cespedes, hitting behind TJ Rivera, hitting behind Granderson. Just another bat to have in the mix. The other question remains, though, do we see Conforto get some more PT down the stretch, or is our boy Jay Bruce going to be in there as swinging and a missing. I think as long as Jake Bruce is uh, consistently swinging and missing, TC feels comfortable playing him. Uh, that's just his style. You know, the more swings and misses, the better. Frankly, 
Um, I think Terry would be enamored with him even more if he went to the plate without a bat in his hand and he just tried to kick some of the pitches. Uh, you know, that's, that's just the way we roll these days. Conforto slapped a nice little single when I was there on Sunday. I almost uh, fell over the railing in the outfield cheering that one because it scored two runs. But, you know, he's not going to get rewarded for his efforts. Uh, you know, I hope Jay Bruce isn't the biggest deadline dud ever. Uh, I know he's got the same initials as Jason Bay. Uh, and people, you know, a lot of a lot of Mets conspiracy theorists out there that are saying maybe they're the same person, um, or maybe they're not saying that, but they're definitely talking about Jason Bay for some reason because, you know, anytime something goes wrong, we got to talk about the past. Shout out to Bobby Bonilla. But, uh, you know, here we are, and uh, this guy can't hit a lick. Um, but as for Duda, he's back. I hope for the best. I won't lie. My boy Loney had... Uh, you know, his his <laughs> his bloop single to right field power is very impressive for the most part. But we could use a guy who's a threat to uh, put one over the wall. So if dude is healthy, I'll give him another shot. But hopefully uh, we get a late-game defensive replacement in James Loney. Yeah, let, let Loney play his role. He's pretty pretty slick with the glove over there. So I can't argue, can't argue with that, kid. Uh, Storyline number three. The news on Steven Mads. What, what have you been hearing, Richie? I'm hearing the guy could come back and pitch, and he's got a 50-pitch pitch count. I mean, is it even worth it? <laughs> I mean, like, you know, they're saying he can't get any more hurt by pitching. I mean, the, how, how is that friggin' possible, that the guy can't get any more hurt by throwing a baseball over 90 miles an hour? Explain that to me. That was like after my second heart attack. They said you you can't you can't really do anything now. You're probably gonna have a third. But right. It's like it's like you you can't have another heart attack no matter how much cheese you eat. And then there you, there you are on the floor of a Bennigan's. I'm scraping you up. <laughs> we got the ambulance coming. It's a whole thing. So I, I you know I I think it'd be better just to shut the guy down like uh, Jason Degrom, like Harvey, uh, you know, like pretty much 600 of our starting pitchers, Zach Wheeler. Uh, all these guys, shut them down, get them ready for spring, and, you know, let's ride the wave. Either we're going to win the World Series with uh, Lou Go Girl, or we're not going to win it at all. 100% kid. I agree with you completely. Let's hope that Matt's is able to be healthy uh, next year. I mean, I'm, I, I know this year is probably a wash. I, I don't know what our training staff's doing, so hopefully he's back and ready to go next year. But that brings us to our Mark Craig Tweet of the Week. Shout out to Mark. We're going to keep emailing you. We love you, brother. What do you got here, Richie? Yeah, he said, uh, what does Mets Twitter feel about the Tebow jerseys already being among the most popular? Uh, and I think this is because people are customizing Tebow, Tebow jerseys on Mets.com. Personally, I haven't gone that route. I put in my order for Christmas, so I'll probably get one then. But I'm taking it easy for now. You know, a little light in the uh, checking department. But, uh, you know, once funds are replenished, I may go the same route. What about you? Would you buy one? I, uh, I don't know. I don't know. Only if uh, the number on the back was 316. Oh, man. You like that, That's right? That's great. That's great. Could be a religious, could be a Stone Cold reference, which is what I like. You know, it's always a lot of cross-pollination with you, a lot of, a lot of synergy. I was reading that. Uh, a book about marketing the other day, so I was throwing those words out there. The, the, and the beauty, though, about Tim Tebow is that people are going to buy this jersey, and then our training staff, which we talk about all the time, Ray Ramirez, he's going to say, hey, Tim, you know, uh, it's a Mets tradition. If you want, you can go do a team workout, which is where you do, uh, 
you do CrossFit in a kiddie pool full of, uh, you know, stingrays that could kill you. And basically, he'll he'll snap something, and he'll never play again. So, you know, this Tebow jersey, it's going to be a novelty. People are going to enjoy it. Um, but right now, it is a top seller. It's, it's the number two best-selling Mets jersey right now. So, everybody embrace it. Number 15, Tim Tebow. Tim Tebow, going to be hearing a lot more about him. Uh, I assume it's because the Wilpons owed Major League Baseball a favor, you know, because they let them... You know, even though they have no money and are living on loans, they let them not sell the team. But that's that's a different story for a different day. As we head to our shout-out segment, and I'll open it up. Shout-out to Keith Hernandez for being so strong that he broke the camera lens last week. The guy's got iron fingers. There's a real weird joke there, and I'm not going to go there, but shout-out to you, Keith. Yeah, I don't know. He's gripping that pen real tight, uh, the, the little Sharpie, and he just he smashed that thing open. But... He said, he's like, you get insurance on these things. It's not coming out of my check, which is, you know, pretty much word for word what I say <laughs> at least once a week. So shout out to Keith. I'm with you. Uh, next, shout out to the Coke Corner. I was up there the other day. I ran the cornhole uh, tables or section or whatever you want to call it. Made three kids cry. Felt no shame. Polished it off, uh, the day off rather, with a Lafrida burger. Uh, pretty solid spot. Much better than the stupid Pepsi porch. Sounds delicious, Kim. Again, shout out to the Major League Baseball schedule people for giving us a slight upgrade over St. Mary's School for the Blind for the month of September in the teams that we're playing. Uh, you know, might as well be playing the League 5 teams out here on Long Island that don't have enough kids to field a football team. You know, am I, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, I'm a thousand percent with you. I think it's uh, it's pretty clear that the, uh, the guys in the schedule in, in September, they said, you know what, let's just... Uh, Let's just have them play whoever. You know, I, th- I think we're playing. We, we got a scrimmage against Hofstra at the end when it's all said and done, too. So, <laughs> a little weird, a little crazy, but uh, hopefully we can take advantage. And finally, the last shout out of the week is TJ Rivera. You look like A Rod, which makes me want to puke blood, but you're hitting the ball real well. So, keep it going, buddy. Shout out to you. And that'll do it for our shout outs this week. Thank you to uh, Mark Carrig for not coming on again this week. We're still going to try you, though. Uh, thank you to all of our fans for listening week in and week out. May God bless all of you. You can find us on social at First Time Long Time on Facebook, at MetsFTLT on Twitter, and uh, First Time Long Time Pod at gmail.com. Uh, Tommy, do you want to say goodbye to the people? Yeah, as always, let's go Mets. Bye-bye. Yeah, hey fellas, this is Chris from New Hyde Park. First time, long time. Hi, this is Bob from Greenpoint. First time, long time here. Hey guys, this is Audie Bevilacqua from Hapog. First time, long time.